This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. The last great uh, race on earth, I think they call it, the Iditarod. Mm-hmm. What they call the last great race left on earth? I thought that was Jefferson Speedway. <laughs> well, they borrowed it. Oh. I, I'm not, I don't know if it's the last great okay. race. Uh, the Iditarod is in progress. We're about a day uh, going on two days into the mighty, mighty Iditarod. Totes I dits? Totes I dits. <laughs> Totes I dits. <laughs> yes, there's no way to say that and look intelligent. Totes I did. Uh, hang on, son. Hang on. We'll get you some help. Hang on. Everything's going to be fine. There's a doctor on his way. Uh, we're going to shoot you with a tranquilizer and take you in and check you out. See if there's something wrong with you. Oh, no. 33i dits. Uh, sled dog race mushers are trekking across Alaska as we speak. Mush. Uh, the race to Nome. God, that just sounds cold saying it, doesn't right? it? Uh, began Sunday for 33 mushers in the Iditarod. Uh, Jesse Holmes, Alabama native, living in the Alaska community of Brushkana, was the first musher to leave across a frozen lake about 70 miles north of Anchorage. Holmes works as a carpenter and appears on a reality television show, Life Below Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked to her, didn't we? Uh, we sure do. Other mushers left in two-minute intervals. They'll travel nearly a thousand unforgiving, cold, ball shriveling miles Mush. over the unforgiving Alaska winterscape, uh, climbing over two mountain ranges, mushing on frozen rivers and streams, and cross treacherous Bering Sea ice. The winner is expected to drive their sled dog team down Nome's front street for a grand prize of seven dollars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Leading the charge, defending champion Brent Sass. He's a kennel owner and a wilderness guide who lives on a homestead. Four-hour drive northwest of Fairbanks. That doesn't sound fair. He probably gets up in the morning and jogs 10 miles naked. He's probably pretty well acclimated. Guy that lives up in Fairbanks? You'd think. You'd think. Um, Is there a way we can track what's happening I don't, here? I don't know that. Uh, leading the charge, uh, I just read that part. I think I'll move on. After competing, also competing, Pete Kaiser, the 2019 champion. 33 mushrooms, smallest field they've ever had in the Iditarod. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Because everybody's a bunch of pussies, John. The very first race held in 73 had 34. The average number, 63. Wow. Uh, the rest of them froze to death. We don't know where they are. Several veteran mushers have decided to retire or take a break from the uh, totes I dits, including five. <laughs> I, I sound like I ought to be. Uh... I sound like I have a head injury when I say that. I know. <laughs> what is that? Four time, blah, blah, blah. You don't know the names of these people. It doesn't matter. What the hell? Yeah, the, uh, uh, the, now, now, unless you uh, think these dogs are being tortured, the consensus is these are the Sammy Sosas of the minus steroids of the uh, minus the steroid (laughs) of the Olympic dog uh, mushing uh, great ones. 
Yeah. So now it'd be more of a crime, they will tell you, to not let the dog run. Right. We aren't taking your house dog. Yeah. That sits on its ass all day. Yeah. And, and throwing it in cold temperatures and making it run. When we. They're, they're bred to run. Oh, it's completely uh, like we're bred to broadcast. <laughs> you bet you, John, I couldn't have come up with a better analogy. Not a lot of people can put that much air in their lung and actually. Hey, 31 of the capital city. Got to project 31 of the city. It's actually 32, but thanks. Heck of a forecaster. She's got a few things to learn. She didn't double check her homework, but. Uh, Everything's going to be fine. Uh, we went to, when we took our cruise, we um, rented a car in uh, Skagway, drove up into the bush, into the Yukon, and uh, uh, we came across a uh, little camp where you could uh, pan for gold, and there must have been 150 sled dogs at this camp. And it was a tourist trap, so you get, you get, they had wheels on the little uh, uh, sleds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, clearly summertime. And uh, I have never seen more energy in one place in my life than a hundred freaking sled dogs. Oh, that, my God. The energy had to be intense. <laughs> like just... They were jumping six feet in the air. They were so excited. They wanted to because they wanted to get hooked up. They wanted yep, to. They, they wanted, were ready to rock, dude. Like their mom. They wanted the harness. And uh, actually, that's her uh, body cast. Oh, I, Thank you. Well, I, yeah, I, she wears it well. There's the or the holes are in the right spot, so it's really interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's that would be like, oh my god, you imagine cooping up one of those huskies in a in a small apartment? Oh my goodness gracious! So don't be a judgy McJudgerson. Uh, they're just fine. They're having. They're very well looked after. Uh, vets all along the race, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, they do blood work. It, it's a, do a dive on those dogs and how well they take care of those oh, dogs. Yeah, dude. They treat them better than people. It's unbelievable. And I'm sure, whatever. I'm sure there's a few here and there that are assholes. Show me a dog that boycotts an Iditarod, Iditarod run. And when they say, okay, mush, they just sit down and go, I'm tired. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. So there you go. Uh, we are day two into the greatest race left on earth. How many people have died in the Iditarod? Let's see. 73. I'm going to guess 73. I know a few people have won through ice. And I think there was a polar bear incident once. No person has ever been killed mm. during the race. You just made that up. Yeah, I thought maybe I'm thinking of something else. Now, how many dogs have died? At least 154 of them. So there you go. Well, you just ruined everything I just said. Yeah, kind of. Didn't I? <laughs> well, I mean, we put shoes on horses. I mean, come on, man. The Iditarod's official rules call some dog deaths during the race unpreventable hazards. Well, that's probably yeah. why PETA doesn't like it. 10-4 of that, buddy. I don't know. Um, Do I... I suppose a certain extent of it is abuse. Yeah. I don't like horse racing for a yeah. lot of reasons. Right. Mostly how the animals are treated after they're done winning you money. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the dogs are treated after the totes I did. Well, nobody likes, nobody, nobody, if you're the horse or the dog or the person, I didn't like my track coach when he made me do 10 hill climbs either when I was a freshman. thought I was going to die. Lay down there and you can't even breathe. 
Like, well, at least they didn't shoe me and hook me up to a sled. Well, getting shot isn't going to be. The shoes tend to help the horses. Well, I'm just saying on a certain level, people are going to call that unnatural. That's all I'm saying. It's not natural to a horse is my point. Well, yeah, they aren't out there putting shoes on each other in the middle of the Badlands. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 640 Sex Fix. Talk dirty to me. Please. The lovely and talented Renee takes a spin on the uh, sex fiction. Hello. Hi, you done? What's going on? What's, <laughs> what, what's going on? What's... Um, great segment on cereal, by the way. Uh, Thank but you. Don't forget about Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, dude. Sure, you know right? we don't even say it because it's in the freaking Hall of Fame. We don't even bring it up anymore. And, well, and fruity pebbles, and fr- and fr- dude. Come on, Both. anything pebbly. Yeah, we don't even no. we don't even talk about no, them anymore. Dude. The greats so are good. they're in the yeah. Hall of Fame like Sammy Sosa. Jesus Christ. Calm down over there. <laughs> All right, Renee. What's up? Okay. Um, so, oh, I got to say, okay, first of all, I am not here for, to, like, whine or for a pity party. Oh, um, that's a first. I know. <laughs> but it has been two and a half years uh, since the last time I, uh, oh, you know, oh. found, found someone Dude. to, uh, you know, Netflix and chill, if you will. <laughs> You have a Volvo vacancy. (laughs) Right? And I mean, honestly, the the last one uh, wasn't even that great. And, like, what do you do do when you can't find anybody and nobody can find you? Like, I've I've been on the apps. I've done all the things. I've, like, gone to bars. I mean, like, even the last guy that I was with, like, his idea of sexy talk was talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, come on. Ebo? Ebo, was that you? <laughs> yeah. Don't um... let his wife know that. We're going to start a problem here. There's got to be some other guy at the zone that can't get laid. Rowdy. E- Ebo's getting laid. Rowdy can't get laid. <laughs> Ebo is bow-legged. He walks in here and trips over everything. He's getting, yeah, goddamn, that's a hot couple. Um, all right. Well, have listen to me now. Have you invested in a wonderful, like a high-end vibrator yet oh yeah okay. oh yeah been been there she's my best friend oh for real everybody should oh, yeah. have a very nice vibrator seriously yeah it's a game changer um but you know it's just so much more fun with another person is is it <laughs> Sometimes. um <laughs> you know what i was going to suggest I was going to say, uh, the answer to a dry spell is a wet spell. So what if you went to, uh, it'd be a good example here in Madison. Oh, the uh, that's the thing they have at the expo, the train, toy train. What's that thing called? Oh, the, ain't, nobody there been laid in two years either. No, I know, but here's what you do. That's that's my point. That's that's the dirty little secret that we all know. Right. But they don't know I'm sending in a double secret dry spell agent. Yeah. That just was going to just wow. have, ner- have nerd sex I with these. I hope she's got an overall kink. With these train guys that have never been laid. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my God. The train choo-choo, expo. Dude. The choo-choo train toy train expo. Oh, yeah. How about it? Just go in there and she, wreak havoc, dude. Wow. I, I mean, maybe I should. Nothing else is working. Lay tracks, baby. Um, I'm sorry about your dry spell. I feel like that's a real thing, though. Like, um, 
the more you're getting it, the more people are hitting on you. It's like a, it's your pheromones. Uh, pheromones right? are dried up. Yeah. You're, saying, you're saying desperation is is catching. Right. They can smell the desperation. Sure, yeah. Right. Like they don't even know it's happening. Yeah, so if you see, you sound a little psycho if you walk into a, a bar at a hotel and you're like, nobody wants to have sex with this old broad. <laughs> and you throw your lips out. Yes. Exactly. And uh, every every guy runs for their room. He's like, mm, man. My wife seems normal. I think I'll not cheat on her tonight. Uh, anyways. So uh it's not luck. Is it just dumb luck or what? How hard how hard is it for a girl not to get laid? Well, I, we need to talk about she probably has super high standards, which is great, but it's going to be harder to fill that vacancy. If you, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. True. Maybe you need to lower expectations. <laughs> right? A little more alcohol, a little less expectation. I, I, uh. I feel like it's best if you just don't talk, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a thing for being able to tell if a chick is hot by her voice. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I got to do a thing over the microphone. Oh my god! You're like Miss Cleo over here. I think you're an eight on a on a ten desperate oh, scale. That is. I, there's no way you're hurting in the looks department. I can tell. Sure. I you know I'm I'm not ugly. I will say that. Yeah. Very interesting. And two and a, yeah. how long did you say? Two and a half years. Is the, even the idea of sex just strange to you after two and a half years? I never went to it. What's the longest you've ever went? I went like 18 months celibacy. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's amazing discipline, dude. Yeah, but I tell you what, <laughs> yeah, then when not. I started having sex again, it was like a goddamn tornado. And uh, <laughs> why did you uh, take an 18-month break? Do you have the crabs or something? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> they, were, they were the size of a giant shredded wheat. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get her off my leg. I was working on myself. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> Instead of plowing my way through my feelings like I did throughout, no, it's just, you know. Guys don't. Guys, guys are, don't work on themselves. No, we know. Guys don't do that. Well, listen, yeah. guys. <laughs> guys, guys have sex to find intimacy. Women want intimacy to get to sex. Yeah. That's just exactly. the law. That's just the law. We all know this. Yeah. We all know this. Anyway, so uh, how about a, uh, 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 oh, you ought to come to the axe uh, throwing on Friday. I'll hook you up with a guy. I got some desperate buddies named Ben Laden about a year. You have. Uh, hey, there we go. What about a, what about a, uh, uh, a fitness membership or anything? You, got, you go to the gym? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do people hook up at the gym? No. No, but you never know. No. I mean, you got to put yourself out there. You, you can't win a Powerball if you don't buy a ticket, dude. Okay, right. Because it, you bring up the gym frequently, and now I'm all like, oh. No, 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 no. It's not. The, no, I, no. People are actually afraid of people at the gym. Good. Yeah. There's no. People want to be left alone. People do want to be left yeah. alone. But yeah. I, but I'm just saying, sometime, sometimes lightning strikes. Sure. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like sometimes anywhere. you bang your trainer. Even at a bar, lightning sometimes. <laughs> bang your trainer. Right. That's extra. That's right. Extra. That is not included. No. That's an extra hundred Right. Bucks. And the $99. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, you have two, two, as far as I can see, 
two ways to approach this. One, you embrace the fact that A, you have standards, and B, that you're probably have you're a confident, strong, beautiful woman, and there's probably a large portion of the population that is intimidated by that and or doesn't feel strong enough or worthy enough to park some fingers in your stink garage. So that's good, right? You can feel empowered by that. And then whatever, eventually someone's going to mosey on in. That's going to be perfect. So embrace the positives. Mm -hmm. You got time for hobbies and yeah, all the stuff. Right. Um, And, or the, the second option is like I said, lower your expectations (laughs) and go get some low swinging D, you know? Right. (laughs) Hey, man, I've banged plenty of stupid dudes in my life. Did I have any desire to have an intimate, long-term relationship with them? No. They were hot True. and convenient and hung, and that's all I wanted. Boom. Right? That might be the, the way to go. And that's also why I took an 18-month celibacy thing, because I might have had a little thing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's what I see. I've never never had the emotion. It sounds like you have an emotional unattachment, though. Uh, Is that what started it, or or did it just manifest itself? How did it? How did you get to? Yeah, it just kind of manifested. Like, I just all of a sudden was like I was hanging out with somebody, and then I wasn't. And then all of a sudden it was a year, and I was like, whoa. And then it was two years, and I was like, oh, my God. It's hard to believe. I'm like, oh, no. How old are you? Oh, no. (laughs) It does seem... It does seem statistically impossible not to get laid for two and a half years, but I, you know, I know. Hey man, such is yeah. such a, <laughs> such as the world post COVID. I I understand all that. And you're how right? you're yeah. how how old are you? Thirty two. Thirty two. Ah, that's all right. Yeah. You're just recharging the batteries. It's recharging the batteries. Right? You know, I I always say it'll happen where you least expect it. You know, and I don't yeah. I don't know if you just want to get laid or you want to fall in love. I can't tell the difference. Both. I mean, both, but right now I would settle for the first. <laughs> yeah. Fall in love? Oh, uh, sorry. Never never mind the latter. Like, I just want to get laid. laid. Yeah, you just... Uh, and yeah, then we'll right. figure out the love stuff later. Yeah, like, you got to break the streak. Yeah. Uh, and then then you'll have that pheromone on you, and people yeah. be like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, dude, I know that chick was in... Applebee's the other night, and I know she left with a guy, so she's back. Applebee's. This is my night. Man, you know all the hot places <laughs> oh, yeah, to pick dude. people up. Well, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I always pick Applebee because that's where they first hung out in Hall Pass on their first single night out. Remember that? The first night of seven nights of Hall Pass? Right, and yeah. And then the, the black dude's like, man, y'all crazy. Where the Applebee's? There ain't no babes at Applebee's. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right. Uh, what what was our advice? I forgot our advice already. Well, lower my standards. Neither yeah. embrace it or lower your standards. <laughs> <laughs> you seem happy on the surface. I, you know, that's I'm not, I'm actually kind of excited. I think right, I am going to go right. lower my standards. Maybe tonight. Right. I don't yeah. know. Right. 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 Well, just uh, like I said, uh, be humble and be thankful for what you got, and then uh, all of a sudden, Mister. Mr. Wright's going to pop right in the picture and everything's going to be back right back to normal. Mm-hmm. But I, right. it, from what I gather, it doesn't seem that out of the ordinary. This, right. This time. Yeah, out. I've had other friends that have that have gone through this too. So. But I, but I understand if you probably you're, you're in between boyfriend girlfriends and you haven't been late in a while, it's probably there's a a uh, 
confidence problem. You probably don't feel yeah. that great about yourself. You're like, oh, nobody. Right. Nobody. You're like, what's wrong with me? How does nobody want this? It's not you. Yeah. It's them. Trust me. It's them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I weirdly take some pride in it, you know? Now that I yeah. start thinking about it, it's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. I will. I will take pride in this. I love it. And then uh, if you had to send her out tonight to get laid, where would you, what would be your first Jackson choice? Jackson Creek. I mean, it's a Tuesday. Right across from the ball diamond. I'll be home around <laughs> 5.30. The, the, uh, the code word is shampoo. Code word shampoo. <laughs> Shampoo? You see shampoo? We'll hit up the pine cone <laughs> afterwards. Dude, that is. What kind of shampoo? That is <laughs> love. Love. Exciting and new. Hey, what's her age bracket that she's looking for? Well, that's a good question. What age would you say would be would would hit the sweet spot for you? Um, honestly, like thirty to forty. Oh, that's a I'm, cu- I'm pretty open. Cut a wide path, pussy. Yeah, I'm a little too old. Oh, oh. dude. You... Oh. Stay married. I'm on a, a two-year dry spell, so oh. don't feel bad with your little... Oh. Yeah, it happens. We ought to start okay. a dating service called... Dryspell.com. Dryspell.com. Right? You I'm know? surprised there isn't one. <laughs> Where it's just like, hey, man, you need to get laid. Dry spell. That's tender, yeah. isn't it? Dry spell and angry. All right, dude, thanks. Dude, dryspell.com is for sale. Book it. How much is it? Was it like I five don't bucks? Know. Hey, y'all, it's Billboard Bob here. Give me a call. Oh, Sounds Christ like a real almighty. high. Give me a call. Find <laughs> out what you're missing now. Billboard Bob. Billboard Bob from Beloit. <laughs> I knew that some bitch be calling up. I knew he'd get in on this. <laughs> Perfect solution. I knew it. It's the Billboard guy. Run for your lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Renee, get on out there. Hit the showers. We're on your side. We're on We're on Team Renee on this, all right? We'll talk to you later. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bud. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, there is a uh, couple that is suing a uh, Hawaiian snorkeling company. Did you see why? No. They were snorkeling and the boat left them. Remind you a little movie they uh, yeah, came out? Yeah, Open Water. Open Water a little yeah. bit ago? God, that movie made me very... Uh, not Hesitant wanna, to go on a boat trip? I'm not going to go snorkel. Yeah, no totally. boat. No boat. Um, a couple who accused a Hawaiian snorkeling company of abandoning them in the ocean before they had to swim back to land. I might have been able to do that in my 20s. I don't think I could swim these days. Likely, luckily uh, to be alive, uh, Elizabeth Webster and Alexander Burkle, California couple suing Sail Maui over the September 2021 incident. Legend, the snorkeling company took them to a site near Lanai and stranded them in the water. Uh, Webster and Burkle's lawsuit alleged after snorkeling for a while near Lanai, the couple noticed the water becoming more turbulent. They swam back to the boat. Boat was gone. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, After attempting to chase down the boat, Webster and Burkle eventually turned around and decided to make for the coast to Lanai. Once uh, they finally made it to land, the couple was able far? to find a phone and lived there for two years. How far of a swim? Eating coconuts and crab. 
Uh, couple's lawyer, uh, Jared Washkovitz, told Insider about the couple's situation, saying they spent a lot of time in the water. If they weren't young, healthy people, they'd be dead. Wow, good thing. Um, sometimes it's just not possible, depending on a variety of factors. Big news, giving examples like water current. Yeah, think about that. Reef, undertow, sharks, the coral, uh, oh, choppy seas. Sea urchins. Sea urchins. Killer whales. Stingrays. Serial killers. Loch Ness Monster. Tsunamis. Jared Fogle. Jared Fogle. What are you doing out here? <laughs> Man, we were doing okay. And then Jared freaking Epic Fogle showed up. He said, Man, you look uh, real good in them swim trunks, boy. <laughs> Give me a kiss. I couldn't swim fast enough to shore. Oh, man. Wow. That went turned into my worst nightmare. Right? Uh, Washkovitz told inside of the Sail Maui crew had also warned snorkelers about treacherous reef in shallow water. Um, when the couple lucky survived, Bigney said there uh, ways someone else could increase their chances. The best thing someone could do in that situation would be to try to find something to assist their body. Yeah, it's... Hold a life jacket. I remember when we were in uh, Jamaica and we went snorkeling. We didn't have to take a life jacket. I put one on because we were drinking all the way. Yeah. Up. I'm like, yeah, no, that's no. And thank God I did because I was. We were quite a way away from the boat. It, we were on a catamaran. Oh, cool. And uh, I mean, it just wears you out when you've been drinking. Yeah. You know, they feed you all that booze on the party boat. We did it snorkeling too. It was really cool, uh, but for some the, the sea urchins <clears throat> scared the crap out of mm-hmm. me. Even though they were so far away, I kept having like this unreasonable fear, which I know is probably shocking to everybody that I would have an unreasonable fear. But whatever. Next tip: pay attention to the surroundings, especially if there's land nearby. Bigney said identifying the safest way on the land is important. Swimmers should especially avoid sections of rock and reef. Make sure to identify any undertow or current. Bad undercurrent. <laughs> Yeah, I've identified it. Now what? Stay calm so you can make good decisions because it's a dire situation. Dude, I love you. Stay calm. Okay. While it's easy to get separated, Bigney said one of the biggest factors survival is staying close to your partner. In case, case you're there for a week and you have to eat them. That's a nice butt. Whether by holding on to the same flotation device or linking together in some way, managing to navigate the situation. The uh, open water movie was, was brutal was just very raw it was the couple yeah there was also one where they all jumped off the boat and couldn't get back on the boat what was that one called deep water blue water i don't remember where the f is the ladder yeah isn't that what it was called where the f is the ladder ain't no ladder when she's gone remember there was a baby on board and they couldn't get back on the boat the stupid baby couldn't put the ladder down. Yeah, the stupid baby's worthless right uh but the, it was a couple <laughs> I think open water, the one uh, guy was bleeding a little bit, and he got nibbled on by a shark, and then he died. Right. And then she let him go, and then she knew there were a million sharks there. And you know what she did? She rode them like a rodeo. She took her gear off and just sunk herself and let herself be eaten because she knew it was over. da 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 Look at your piano hands. Ah, It's a nice organ. So she got nibbled on by sharks. It was a great movie. I mean, it was very nerve-wracking. 
I remember. I see now. I, I never remember how movies end. I, it, I didn't remember that ending. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember feeling so anxious watching them out there. Right. Uh, I don't like it. Anyway, it's amazing they they don't do ten head counts. And we got back okay. They head counted. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't remember how. F- I don't. Are you a good swimmer? Yeah. I'm a pretty good swimmer, but you gotta, you kind of gotta do it. You gotta be in swim shape, unless you back float maybe in the ocean. Right, I was gonna say the ocean, it's floaty. Yeah, it's a little floaty, but mm-hmm. I, I can see. Uh, but you don't want to look like a turtle, because that's what sharks will see. You know, if you're just laying there, they're gonna think you're a turtle. What are you supposed to do? Make yourself look like not prey. You gotta kind of splash around. I guess have your arms out and stuff, but. Uh, I would, yeah, alternate swimming and back floating. All you got to do is push down the slowest swimmer so you can get away. The sharks are nibbling on the slow, fat guy. You use them to float on and kick you your way back. <laughs> I made a canoe out of his skin. I skinned him alive right there. That's uh, right. I made a skin canoe. Well, solving the puzzle, I would th- see a giant lawsuit going on here. But Joe, just watching your boat drive away? Oh man. You think that would be snorkeling one oh one, where it'd be like they would triple, double, quadruple check. You would think. Name off. We're gonna go down the list three times. I think that story open water was based on a true story, too. You could check that, but I think that was true. So uh, it's easy to get spread out out there. I remember being out there, and I I was drunk, and I took a gulp of water. And I'll tell you, there's a panicky second there. You're like, oh, crap. Loosely based on the true story of Tom and Eileen Eileen Lonergan. Did they die? In 1998, when I was scuba diving group, Outer Edge Dive Company on the Great Barrier Reef, and we're actually left behind. Because they didn't take an accurate head count. Keep your fins on. Yeah. Well, let's see. So what happened to those people? Did they die? Well, and there's probably the waiver says, hey, we're bad at counting. So if we if we miscount two people, you can't sue us. <laughs> we failed math. So uh... their absences were not noted by the boat crew until two days later. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they suck. And while search efforts resulted in the discovery of personal effects presumed to be those of the Lonergans, they did not lead to their discovery. Their whereabouts are unknown, but they're presumed dead. <laughs> How many years later? I think when they're the second was the open water two, the second one where they couldn't get on the boat. Maybe that was open water part two. That might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The couple's dis- disappearance and deaths resulted in a crisis of confidence in North Queensland's dive industry and resulted in tighter mandatory safety regulations yeah, you, for sure. diving boats in Australia. Yeah. Their disappearances served as inspiration for open water. Yeah. Oh. Your three-hour tour turned into a two-week shark snack. Oh, man. They were 58 and 54. 58 and 54. Yeah, keep your fins on. And don't go too far from land and have a life jacket on and some Batman shark repellent comes in a can. It's like bear spray. Oh, my God. 
Six months after the disappearance in June 1998, more of the couple's diving gear was found washed up on a Port Douglas beach about 75 miles from where they were lost. Wow. Among these items were inflatable dive jackets marked with, marked with the Lonergan's names, along with their compressed air tanks and one of Eileen's fins. Also discovered was a weathered diver slate, which is a device used for communicating underwater, which read Monday, January 26th, 8 a.m. To anyone can help us, we've been abandoned on uh, the reef. Uh, please help rescue us before we die. Help. Whoa. They probably became dehydrated and disoriented and in the end succumbed to drowning or sharks. Right. During the inquest on the deaths, experts speculated that based on the state of the gear recovered, the couple had not likely experienced an animal attack, but rather succumbed to delirium resulting from dehydration, which caused them to voluntarily remove their diving outfits. Without the buoyancy provided by their gear, experts testified the couple would have been unable to tread water for long and would have soon drowned. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie version, they never, ever make it. The skipper of the dive boat was charged with their unlawful killing, but he was found not guilty. Now, see, when I was in Jamaica... company was fined. So there you go. When I was in Jamaica, my our guys were stoned out of their brass skulls, dude. But they could still count. But they could count. They knew. And there was a lot of people. There's probably 30 people on the, what, that catamaran. You just jump off in your snorkel gear and go to work. Yeah. Like, save me some vodka punch. I'll be right back. I mean, we were not scuba-ing very far from the shore. Yeah. You know, so it would not have been a problem. We were in some deeper water. Mm-hmm. Deeper than I thought it would be for snorkeling. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't think they cared. But they, they were, were great. They were stoned as hell. You said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was okay. fine. Yeah. And they shared. It was fine. So, uh, mm. We don't like you. <laughs> I'm not going snorkeling unless I have an underwater machine gun to take out the sharks. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, Did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. We all know how much I love other people's drama. Jeez. Wasn't nothing strange about your daddy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Joe Rogan. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. That is not the... That is not the mud vein version of happy. No. It's the other one. Um, so we, Joe Rogan's talked about his bio dad for as long as I've known Joe Rogan to have a podcast, um, PC2. Um, they've been estranged since like the 70s. So over the years, Joe's called him psychotic and abusive and all these different things. Um, definitely not the Partridge family. Okay. So this is where it gets weird. Barstool Sports tweeted out... A video. Quick, your pen, your pen over there. I'm, I'm just nervous. You are Ner- very, nervous. Just, energy. It's okay, buddy. I feel like I'm <laughs> stuck in the ocean, <laughs> surrounded by sharks. Uh, so his father and his sister posted a kind of strange rebuttal video. Obviously, his dad is like in his 80s. You know, um, it's just it's just weird. Lied about me. Your father. Tired of it, Joe. Just had enough. 
If you can't talk to me face to face, you're a punk ass. That's all you are. You got all the money, everything, but you know what you don't have? You don't have no heart. You ain't got two balls. 81 years old. That's Lines up with him being abusive, doesn't it? Nothing like uh, insinuating you want to get together and make things right by telling them they ain't got balls. Right. (laughs) I'm like, all you're doing is kind of proving everything you said is accurate. That should smooth everything over. (laughs) Right. Uh, Okay, problem solved. You couldn't handle this guy right here. You owe me a big apology. Joe, you were taken away at a very young age. Unfortunately, you did not get to grow up with the man that we were fortunate enough to grow up with, that my kids are fortunate enough to grow up with, because you will never know what you have missed out on in life. I have a box, Pandora's box, Uh and if I open it, Joe, things would get really ugly, but see, we don't roll that way. This is my segment of news where I push the buttons on the soundboard and come over there and whoop you. Uh, Anywho, um, the video does nothing more than enforce everything that Joe Rogan said. Clearly, it's a case of the dad was a pile of crap. Joe got removed from the home. The dad quit beating kids. I don't know. And the sister had a different upbringing. Jerry. As it happens. Jerry. It's so Jerry Springer. Jerry. Jerry. Um, I don't know how I feel about Barstool Sports retweeting it and kind of bringing more attention to it. But that's, I mean, when you're at the level of Rogan, you're kind of inviting that. Everybody stuff. seems a little crazy in that story. Uh, yeah. The family seems nuts. We're not. Listen. We're not crazy. But we got a little thing called Pandora's Box. Still magic box <laughs> with all your problems in it. And uh, I'm not saying we're crazy, but if I open it, little magic crazy things come out. Yeah. We're not crazy, though. <laughs> except, uh, except for the magic crazy box. Kind of bizarre, isn't it? What the f- is I going do, on? I know. These people are all insane. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. That's what I thought, too. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, a new study shows that more than half of people are scared of clowns. Oh. I hate them. Yeah. Some of the scientific reasons people have this fear is from negative portrayals of clowns in pop culture, kind of like how you're scared of ice cream trucks for no reason at all. Right. Clown makeup is hiding the person's real emotions, and their unpredictable behavior makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, John Wayne Gacy also um, devil's rejects. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? (laughs) Why? Don't we make you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Spaulding will give you nightmares now. Come on with me, little kid. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, 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 Gacy, didn't he do yeah. the clown thing in right. Ch- Chicago? Found all the bodies. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have a... It's just built in, dude. I don't think it's ever going to go away. No. I don't know. And it's not, I'm not going like, to, it's not like a full-blown phobia. Like, I don't freak out if I see a clown, but it's, I'd rather not be near them. It's like they're too happy. It's like they're suspiciously happy. Right, they're hiding something. Yeah, it's like there's something going on there. Yeah. And then sad clowns are even worse than happy clowns. Yeah, I don't like that either. So, uh, I don't know. When's the last time you saw a clown? You don't even see them much. Uh, when's the last time I saw it? An actual in-person clown. Halloween, probably. Uh, an actual clown. Probably Lance trying to play Golden Tee. <laughs> 
Don't clown yourself, fool. That's what I said to him. Jesus Christ. He said, I, I ain't no clown, but I just lost by 10 strokes because I am very good at golden tea. And I said, that's right, clown. This personal vendetta of yours <laughs> has no room on 50,000 watts, dude. Um, Clowns. I'd rather not. I, I cannot. I don't think... Summerfesters? I don't know where I've seen a clown. Like a legit performing clown trying to cheer people uh, up. Vegas, maybe, or something? Maybe. Uh, a, I didn't I didn't go to the circus. They don't do the circus anymore. Uh, man, dude. Right. And Well, you know what? Look, I'm the happiest I've ever been, and I ain't seen a clown in a few years. <laughs> Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. Uh, we were at a rodeo out in Wyoming, and they didn't even have a clown. Oh, that's the last place I saw a yeah. clown was the rodeo. There you go. Yeah, they didn't. Nobody even wants a clown at a rodeo. Um, well, where, where I you, know. even the, even the bulls, the cows are afraid of clowns. That's why they run. Um, the when I was at the Midwest Horse Fair, which by the way is coming back around, and we went to the rodeo. The guy that was the rodeo clown. Was mind blowingly amazing. Mm -hmm. He had this like little paint horse. He was doing all kinds of acrobatic stuff on. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, his core strength had to be insane. Oh, I'm sure. Insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, that was the last clown I saw. Yeah. If I knew, if I knew why a uh, clown gave me the heebie-jeebies, I guess I could deal with it. I, I'd be over it by now. But uh... now I saw some clown. Ugh. Ugh. Oh no! I saw some clown porn. Oh, dude, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> that didn't scare me. That was, but they were chicks. It was like a lesbian clown thing. Uh. What in the hell, bro? <laughs> Nothing. Just forget it. Look at look at the disappointment in my face. Hello. Yeah, you guys noticed how Ronald McDonald kind of went away. Yeah. No, that now that I read about that was by design. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, look it up, dude. Why McDonald's got rid of their clown? No, they phased him out. You're right about that, though, dude. That was a slow. Is it because of negative? I think it was. I, yep, I think it was. I think it was a slow phase where people are just like, mm, yeah, the clown thing didn't work anymore. Let's just uh, forget that. Why did Ronald McDonald go to jail? What? <laughs> well, that was a whole separate um, set of circumstances. This is all right. I'm just on Wiki. I wonder if uh, Little America. Ronald's reign came to an end in 2016 after the company announced that he would be taking a hiatus. Yeah. It was because, it, remember, 2016, there are them people walking around in clowns, just in clown get up. Oh, for Halloween? Yeah, they just show up they in the would, middle of nowhere. That's right. right and dude. they were scaring the cramp out of That's people. right. Man, we've been through some things together, y'all. Wow, clowns. Freaking clown. Yeah. S Stephen King, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. That guy. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah, Gacy was a bad one. You know, um, so I watched a Gacy documentary, and there is an ongoing theory that he was not the only one killing them kids. Oh, really? And that, yeah, because the crawl space was of such a size, they think there was somebody else helping him to out. To help push the bodies. And go down there and spread yeah. the lime and everything. Wow. Yeah, and some of the timelines on the people don't add up either because yeah. it was like when Gacy was gone somewhere or whatever. So they think that there was more than one 
um, person. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, as a kid, you're not supposed to talk to strangers, but then you're you're allowed to go up and talk to somebody with giant shoes and a and a squirty water flower or whatever squirts out of that yeah. thing. Yeah. Who knows? We give a lot of contradictory messages to children. Unless it shoots vodka, Tito's out of the flower, then I'm kind of interested. But I'm not interested. Th- then, uh, no, F clowns. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk to strangers, but y- clowns. Um, you also are going to sit on a stranger's lap and right. tell them what you want, right, right. which is weird. You're going to let a stranger into your room and go under your pillow and take your teeth and leave yeah. you money. It's just so contrived, the, the <laughs> happiness. It's just so contrived. Yeah. It's creepy. It's, it's creepy. So weird, man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, but uh, we're probably going to get an email from like the National Clown oh, Federation. There's or no something. doubt about it. But I, I would err. I would err on the side of safety when it comes to a clown. I would. I just yeah. would. It's like why I don't go up in hot air balloons. Thank you. Nine out of ten balloons crash. Nine out of ten clowns eat you. Yeah. So there With you our go. luck, we'd go in a hot air balloon and be a clown running the damn thing. Dead right. He goes, we're going to my little clown lair. Hey, <laughs> hate it. All right. Hate no, it. No, no, I'm checking out of this. As a matter of fact, just let's stop talking. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. It is freaking National Cereal Day. <laughs> I know. You say that I'm a fruit loop and my heart's upon the shelf. Inside a box of cereal, I must explain myself. Well, I know I love my Wheaties, but I hate to see you go. Listen to me totally before you cheerio. Here we go. Hey, birdie, 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 the boat scooter. that uh all right and a new poll 89 percent of people say that they prepare their cereal by pouring the cereal in the damn bowl first and then adding the milk like normal people do yeah 11 percent of you savages out there how else do you do it they put the milk in first (laughs) you're an idiot they say it gets less soggy that way what what what's that what right um, it seems like it would be messier, and also, like, how do you know your ratio? Well, you're gonna splash it everywhere. How right. do you? How do you just vary? What do you put in one Fruit Loop at a time? Right. You're an idiot. Yeah. No, it's a deal breaker. If you put, are you trying to get me first, to walk out on this show, dude? I told because I, you, I am highly triggered Look at right how now. How worked up you are? Yeah. Cereal really triggers. I'm gonna freaking murder you. Oh, that's what put me in Facebook jail. <laughs> right? Oh, crap. Oh, I liked it, though. It was kind of cool. Uh, I got some street cred. I liked you it. You did get some street cred. Yeah. Uh, clearly, National Cereal Day, the only way to celebrate is with a bowl of gosh darn golden grams. Ooh. I don't mind golden grams. Yeah, they're the best. You know, I always uh, flash back to when I was young and, and one of uh, probably the most enduring cereal we ate as kids was, and I'll, it's a throwback. Kellogg's cornflakes. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Just and I and uh, try them again. They're delicious. Slice a little nanner around there, Jesus Christ. Little nanner and go to work. Get to work. 
Yeah. Got the little cock on the box. Oh. And uh, uh, were you Fogel. were you a cornflake? Uh? Um, no, I was Rice Krispies. Oh yeah, we love Rice Krispies. Yeah, too. They well, were, they were they didn't need any banana. They didn't need anything on them. Strawberries were good, but you really didn't need anything. I um, but now like I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a cereal person now. Yep. Yeah, we have. Uh, what do we have in the house? We have some uh, uh, Cheerio. Cheerio, something. I don't. I don't know. Uh, we, There's not we, a whole lot of nutritional value. We hardly eat any cereal. Mm-hmm, but right. I, I because I prefer some oatmeal. Yeah. In the microwave for a minute. That's right. a little healthier, maybe. But then I don't eat as much. You put a box of cereal in front of me, Fruit Loops or Apple Jacks, it's gone. And I'm a fat f. Yeah. Yeah. It's like candy. Yep. It is like candy. It's exactly like candy. Man, we ate a lot of Frosted Flakes. Good God, it's probably taken years off my life. Yeah, for sure. Oh. So many, dude, Frosted Flakes are the bomb. They're great. Crackling Oat Brand. Crackling Oat Brand. Raisin Brand. I have Captain Crunch every once in a while. Not yeah, too but much. that destroys your the roof of your mouth. I think we have a Honey Nut Cheerios, which I don't mind. I'll tell you what I like are the, uh, I still like Grape Nuts. God dang it, man. Remember there was a grape nut shortage? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Dude, and I uh and I'll tell you another great cereal, but it's cereal is expensive as hell now too. And the boxes got skinnier. It's a scam, dude. Unless especially just... well, the scam is especially if you get the more nutritious breakfast. Mm-hmm. Higher up on the shelf, the I have a theory. Higher up on the shelf, eye level, skinnier the box, that's where they get you. Oh, yeah. You got to go to the poor people cornflake bottom row to get bulk. Oh, dude, you got to go to the bin with the bags. Boom. Shakalaka. Poor people. Like you carry it over your shoulder like a bag of cotton up to the mm-hmm. checkout. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I'm, over here. I'm on a budget. I'm going to be eating puff I'm wheat. Poor people uh, talk like this. I'm going to eat puff wheat for till Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, uh, here it is, breakfast cereal tip of the day. I hope I get your support. Special K with the strawberry flakes is damn good. Uh, yeah, I ain't never had it, but I have had Special K with real strawberries, so I'm going to assume it's fine. Are you a Nazi? I'm Jewish, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's, I, have, I have no response to that. Is that a hard no? It's a hard no, dude. Uh, just check it. Do you want to change your mind? All right. Well, that's uh, JJO News. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Good morning. Good morning, there. Yeah, cheese yeah, dog, there. Oh, wow, cheese. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, down here in James, Vegas, uh, my mom was anti sugar cereals. Oh, yeah. she's the devil. If the if it were to have sugar, it had to have an equally copious amount of fiber. <laughs> How'd that go, Travis? <laughs> oh yeah, the frosted mini wheats were about the only sugar. Yeah. Cereal. Well, that's those were good. We, yeah. We would eat those. We liked them. But the best ones you could find. Yeah. Were like there was an off-brand yeah. blueberry-flavored version that uh, were absolutely. You know, they were still like you knew there was so much wheat in everybody. K, 
Can you look at uh, Can you look at that cereal now without getting the willies? Or are you are you still cool with it? No, I, I uh, no. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I honestly, special K with the strawberries is infinitely better at this stage in life. Yeah, the, the shredded wheat that cannot still be a. I assume they still make it. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I still remember the insane commercials from the late '90s and early 2000s. Was that that a uh, honeycomb cereal with that insane furball dude? Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god. Are cereal commercials still like a thing for kids? Because I remember like uh, so many cereal hang on. commercials. Let me play shredded wheat. Hang on, he's gonna Travis gonna have a freaking nightmare flashback. Probably gonna jump out the window. Scarity, that's shredded wheat, not a TV dinner. Well, that's how we do it in them. No. I'm sorry. Were they sucking on helium back in the '80s when they made cereal commercials? I'm sorry. No, but that's when they did the acid to prop them for the '90s. <laughs> I didn't know you were from Alaska. Not no Alaska, no Texas. I never saw anyone eat shredded wheat hot before. Oh, mm. sure. My mom used to pour hot milk on it. Come on, Nabisco shredded wheat in your microwave. In just a minute or two, no. you can have a delicious hunt. Uh, uh, no added sugar. Yeah, no. You couldn't market that without the other. Uh, that was weird. Those were giant. Uh, the giant ones. The giant ones. They were. Yeah. They look like loaves of bread. For God's but sake. It's not even good. It's not like even a big Hershey's bar. No. It's just a big loaf of. It takes you like thirty-five <laughs> minutes to Fr- eat it. Freaking loaf of wheat. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they left the bread out in the cupboard too long. It's like it just gets moldy. It's been aging outdoors for seventy-two years, and it's now ready for consumption as shredded you wheat. Know, I bet that was made in Wisconsin because we age our cheese, we age our beer, but you know, I guess we tried it with bread and it didn't work out. It's probably much. true. Shredded wheat. Good God. God, I forgot about that cereal. I never think of that cereal. The mini wheats, yeah, we ate. We, God, we ate the hell out of mini wheats. <laughs> Frosted mini wheats. wonder how many I've eaten in a lifetime. The, the off-brand had some weird names, too, as, as, as they do. But they, they didn't make it sound any more appetizing. Wow. How are you supposed to eat that giant thing? You hit it with a hammer, and then you break it down into little mini? You just, yeah, you use your spoon to, like, <laughs> use, scoop out a piece of it, dude. It comes with a mallet. It comes with, like, a <laughs> mallet. You know what? At least, pour the milk in first. Right. Good luck with that. They, they only sell it in the hardware. They only sell it in the hardware department with a... Yeah, I hear you, dude. All right, man. All right, dude. Thanks. All right, good flashback. Talk to you later. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.